what you surround yourself with and where you're getting your information from like defines who you are. If you listen to Grant Cardone, Jordan Belfort all day, all you'd care about is just money, sales, more, growth, mad, yeah, da, da, da. That would shape who you become like that. Your moral compass would be just like theirs. On the flip side of that, if you listen to the Jenners of the world or the Taylor Swifts of the world, or you listen to the Kanye's of the world, you'd be like them. Whatever it is, like you basically choose who you become by the media you consume, right? You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and uh, it's Friday today, well, when this is airing, and normally we would have an episode coming out with an interview and some cool something going on, especially, you know, piggybacking off of the Yaks interview that came out a couple days ago. But um, I think that this topic that I'm going to talk about today is incredibly, incredibly important and really needs to be talked about. And I've talked about this topic kind of before, but not maybe in this sense as much. And I really want to draw attention to this because it's something that I've just realized more and more of um, in you know my journey in trying to figure everything out. And that is the topic of the fact that life is messy and the fact that social media is really screwing with us and really, really messing up a lot of people's minds and really messing up a lot of our society in the way that we think, the way that we act. And uh, nobody wants to talk about the messy parts of life. Listen, I... I'm right now in a phase of my life. I'm 25 years old. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to kind of get open and honest here in this episode. I'm 25 years old and I am actually, I'm almost, yeah, like I'm almost exactly 25 and a half. I guess I'm a little bit older than that, but like I'm like halfway to my 26th birthday. So what a quarter of a century old. Um, and I've, you know, I've had some success in life, um, had some monetary success, some miniature like micro influencer fame, if you want to call it that got to speak on some stages, got to travel, got to do some really cool things. I wouldn't say I've made it by any means, but I am beyond blessed with what I've been able to do. But um, I'm at this point in my life where I'm trying to figure stuff out. My brother died six months ago. I have, you know, drama that goes on in the personal life. I mean, I'm just like anybody else. Family drama happens, friends drama happens, personal stuff, trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. I'm you know, really going out there and like asking a lot of big questions. People call it your quarter life or midlife crisis, whatever. I don't know if I would call it that because I'm not freaking out. I'm not panicking by any means. Um, and I, I credit a lot of that to objective thinking, but like I'm trying to figure it out. And I've been very blessed with the ability to, ooh, uh, like I, I have good upbringings. My parents did a phenomenal job of teaching me how to think and how to make decisions and right and wrong. 
And um, so, like, I've been very blessed in that sense. But actually, let me back up a little bit before this, because I want to bring some more context around this. Okay, so 25 years old, trying to figure out what it is I'm trying to do. I am at a point right now where overall things are going well in my life from like a balanced perspective. I am healthy. I've got money in the bank. I have a business that's, you know, doing well by, you know, any standard or means or whatever. Like, I mean, things are going in the right directions. The podcast is is continuing to grow. We're selling product. I've got uh, some people working for me, you know, things of that nature. Um, but I mean, I, you know, I've, I've been better off financially than I am right now at, at certain points, but was sacrificing health for it, relationships for it or whatever. But overall, right now, I live a pretty balanced life when it comes to health, wealth, relationships, those three categories. I have a good relationship with my girlfriend. I have a overall a good relationship with my family. Um, and you know things of that nature. So now the question for me becomes, what do I want to do with my life? And uh, you know, it's interesting when you read about like the hierarchy of needs, and you start to study psychology and philosophy and human nature and things of, of that nature, which we'll go into here in just a second. But I look at my life and I go, okay, listen, I I've been blessed. I've worked hard. I've gotten to this point where um, I I'm comfortable. And I don't want to say that I'm comfortable like every single day because I like push myself, I challenge myself, but I don't know need. So now I go, now what? Right? Like, what's next? And so I look at myself and don't get me wrong. Like, I have Think Different Theory and Think Different Theory is going to be around for a long while. The podcast is not going anywhere. And I love Think Different Theory. I love creating content like this. I love, you know, putting this out, talking to you guys about, you know, and sharing the stories and everything that we're doing here. But I mean... I can take the podcast in any number of directions. And so I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, now what, right? What's next? What's the next step that I ultimately want to take in my life? And where do I want to put my focus? Where do I want to put my time and energy with it? And so as I sit down and I start to think about that, me, who I I am someone that I would like to think that with all of the reading that I do and I run every single day, I've done it for you know over a month now, just every single day I've missed a day, I eat relatively healthy. I mean, comparatively to what I used to eat. And I look at my life and I go, if I'm sitting here in a pretty comfortable position uh, and I have good health, I have a good mindset, I read a lot, I would consider myself someone that can make pretty rational decisions and is good at decision making, right? Like I can think clearly. I'm not saying that I'm smarter than anyone, but I think I have a good level head on my shoulders as far as what's right and wrong and what to do in life. Okay. Um, and, and credit to my parents, credit to, you know, my upbringing, credit to, you know, being smart with actions and whatnot, probably far less of my own doing than I realized, but that's where I'm at. And so I look at this and I go, all right, what do I want to do? And I turn to instantly, even me, like I turn to social media. I turn to comparison. I watch Logan Paul interviews. I, I, every now and then, like, I'll be like, look at, like, I don't know, like Dan Bilzerian, you'll see him out on there, and which not a good role model at all, but like, you know, you consume some of his content. You watch Jordan Belfort, Grant Cardone, um, Gary Vaynerchuk, right? You start to, to kind of compare yourselves to what you could be, look into the future of all these different things, and you try to figure everything out, and you get distracted, and you try some of this stuff over here, and try some of this stuff over there, and you kind of just get distracted with it because if you're not really certain, if you're not really just absolutely dead focused on a passion of yours, you kind of get bored. I mean, at least I do, right? Like I get bored sometimes because I look around and I go, I don't really have one burning desire passion 
above everything else. I don't. And like, don't get me wrong. If I had to pick one, it would probably be podcasting right now because I love interviewing people. I love learning. I love talking. I love being in front of the microphone. I like having an audience. So like radio, podcast, whatever you want to call this, content creation, that's what I love probably more than anything else. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't say that I necessarily have a burning, passionate desire strictly to do that. I know I want to be great, but the more I become aware of what's going on around me and how screwed up the world is, like it's pretty jacked up where we're in how we're living and what we're doing. And I think it's more from a government standpoint, even, or from a, from a system standpoint, like technology, big governments standpoint than it is actually humans. Uh, I think that's really screwing us up, but I'm going to get to that here in a second. I want to finish my thought process and point here. Okay. Um, actually I lost my train of thought. So let's go back to, okay. So I don't have one necessarily burning desire above everything else to go out and do. I know I want to be great, but I don't know exactly specifically what that is because the more I learn about life, the more I go, there's a lot out there. And in order to really truly be great at something, like if you want to really truly be famous, if you want to really truly go down in history as, you know, one of the greats or one of the this or one of the, like that is an astronomical amount of work. And oftentimes for many people, it's an astronomical amount of corruption, bending the rules, whatever you want to call it, not necessarily being the most uptight, you know, person, especially if you want to do it fast. Over a period of 30, 40, 50, 60 years, you can get away with it. But like, you know, if you want to go quickly and you really want to have fame, especially when you're young or success when you're young, like you got to bend some rules m- most of the time and not always. And I'm not saying you necessarily have to, but that's the, the, the route that, you know, people take. Now, why am I telling you all this? I have a point to all this rambling. So I look at myself and I go, okay, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I think it's in podcasting and radio. Um, I know I'm passionate about helping people make themselves better, but that's it. And I look at myself and I go, and I have time to think about this stuff. And I have a level head on my shoulders. And I'm busy, right? Like I'm a busy human being. I stay, like I work 10, 12 hours a day. And I still have time for everything. What about everybody else that's not where I'm at in life? What about the people that are more busy than I am? What about the people that are less busy than I am? What about the people that are struggling? What about the people that are not financially okay? Like if you're living paycheck to paycheck, if you have debt, like that's gonna play a massive role on your life. That is going to affect so much of your decision making. Listen, social media is cheap from a money perspective. YouTube is cheap. Netflix is cheap. It's a whole lot cheaper, especially when you're broke, to just watch YouTube, sit on Instagram, and consume Netflix all day than it is to go out and try to better yourself and invest in a course and take financial risk and all these different things. So if you're in debt and you are going out there and trying to figure out what you want to do with your life, naturally speaking, what are you going to go and do? You're going to go and start consuming social media. You're going to go and start consuming more content. And I look at myself and I go, I'm someone that I have the money to invest in myself. I have the ability to go travel and do different things. I can afford from a monetary perspective, I'm not using this as an excuse, by the way. I'm not saying that just because you're poor means you spend more time on social media. I'm just using it as an example. I'm, I'm actually, quite frankly, I'm not even saying that the comparison is necessarily accurate. But what I'm saying is for the sake of this conversation, I think we can all understand where I'm going with the say, saying that like, if you don't have money, you're going to default to human nature. Human society is going to tell you to default to what's comfortable and what's easy and low risk, right? 
And if you have money and you're making good money, right? Let's say you make, I make six figures a year, right? Like, and so like my take-home pay is over six figures. So like, that's a pretty comfortable salary. I'm making, you know, that that's a, a good chunk of change. So I look at that and I go, all right, if I'm making $10,000, $20,000 a month, whatever that is, or anybody, and I am spending time, as much time as I do on social media, while still going investing in other things, while still going investing in myself, while still reading for two or three or four hours a day, while still you know, bettering myself as a human being, and social media and media consumption as a whole is messing with me as much as it is, and it, it does, it messes with me, then what is it doing for someone that's not in a financial situation that's great, that is spending even more time on social media? And once again, I, I wanna clarify, I'm not necessarily saying that rich people or people with more money spend less time on social media or that if you're poor, you spend more time on social media. I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm saying that as a general rule, that's probably true, right? Um, and if you're spending six, seven, eight hours a day consuming content or even three or four hours a day consuming content and not balancing that with reading good material, that's messing you up. Media consumption is killing us. I read a statistic the other day. It's like, the average human being spends like 12 to 14 hours a day in front of some form of screen and consumes at least five hours of social media related content per day, four to five hours, like 12 to 14 hours of screen time a day, four to five hours of social media. The average human being for like, ba I mean, for like a Gen X, Gen Z people, like the younger generation, it's like even more than that. That's messing people up and it's killing us. It's making us compare ourselves to stuff that's fake on the internet. Like Instagram is just fake. Like I have, I don't want to say blessed. I don't know if blessed is the right word here, but like I've been fortunate enough or I have the ability to, to get to know quite a few Instagrammers. Like I know some famous people. I know a lot of people that are, have a lot of followers on Instagram. I don't know if you call them famous, but they have a lot of followers. And they're broke, like broke. They have no money. They have no direction. Or if they do make a little bit of money, they have no direction, no purpose in life. They have no idea what they're doing. They're not running a real business and they're giving business advice. They're posting up with Lambos. They're posting up with, you know, they, they go and they put the perfect angle as they're, you know, eating their $5 McDonald's meals. They're going to go out to the water and take a perfect thing and be like, out here hustling to get that bread, right? Like acting like they're rich, acting like they have life figured out. And then people that are just like them are sitting on Instagram, comparing themselves to them, thinking that they're so much better than they are. And they're like, oh man, I could do that with my life. That sounds cool. So-and-so does it. You know, I look, it's scary to me. And this is my own personal me being vulnerable with you. It is scary to me how much Logan Paul affects my life. It is. Like, I spent, now, I had to put things in context because like some people listening, like $1,000 is like, okay, like great, I make a thousand bucks a day, no problem. Other people like $1,000 is like half their paycheck per month, okay? But like, I spent over $1,000 or roughly $1,000 to go fly out to meet Logan Paul for an afternoon in... Los Angeles. Just one day there and back thousand bucks. Just done. Like that. There are not many people in my life that I would go and spend that kind of money on. Like, I don't even think I'd go out and like 
I, don't, I can't, there's not many people. I mean, there's like big time celebrities or whatever, right? But like, there's not a whole lot of people that I would do that for. Logan Paul has a really big pull on my life. What Logan Paul chooses to do and how he spends his time and the content that he produces, I consume a lot of Logan Paul's content. I do. He affects my life. Now, Logan Paul obviously has money and, I, and I've spoken before on why I relate to Logan Paul so much uh, and, and like why I, there, I see like a lot of similarities between us. But that does not take away from the fact that he controls a lot of my life. And I'm a level-headed person that knows how to make decisions. But when you're eight, I look back to when I was 18, 19, 20 years old. I had no clue. I was such an idiot. And 19, 18, 19, 20-year-olds, they're idiots. If you're 18, 19, 20 right now, you're an idiot. Okay? And you're probably like, Josh, you suck. I mean, yeah, I, I probably do. But like when you're 25, you're going to realize it. And when you're 30, 40, 50, I'm sure you're going to realize it even more than now. But like we're just dumb when we're young. I'm probably dumb right now, but like, I look at that and I go, the like social media and influencers and, and media, not even just Instagram, like big media, Google, YouTube, Instagram, Fox news, CNN, all these things. Like it is consuming our life. It is making us like these, it just affects us so much and we don't even realize it. It's like part of us. I am. In fact, I, by the time this episode's out, I might already be on it. Uh, I'm considering doing it just a social media blackout. Like, actually, just peace out. No Instagram, no Facebook. YouTube, I'm not on Insta, or I'm not on Snapchat. I don't really watch a whole ton of YouTube except for Impulsive. But, like, nothing. No social media for, like, a week or two. Just dipping and seeing what it does. Because, like, I'm so consumed by it. And I try to stay off of it a lot. I have... I like download the Facebook app several times a week and delete it because I have to upload stories and stuff. But I try to keep Facebook off my phone. Instagram, I'm on a lot just because, you know, I, I post a lot of stories on there. But like, it affects me so much. And my point in saying all of this is that like, guys, when you don't know what you want to do with your life or when you have, a, even if you do, and you have decisions to make, social media is shaping who we are becoming. And if you're in your early 20s right now, you're very impressionable. Please, please, please guard it with your life. If you're in your 30s and 40s right now listening and you're on social media a lot, remember that everybody else is just as messed up as you are. No matter how much you think they have you have or they have their life together, they don't. You know why? Because humans are inherently messy creatures. We don't have it figured out. We all struggle with the same stuff. We just do right? We all struggle with self-doubt. We all struggle with, you know, the same stuff that everybody struggles with, right? We all doubt ourselves. We all probably struggle, you know, get sad, get happy, wonder if we're on the right path of things, have relationship problems, right? Have money problems at some point in our life. No one's exempt, from <clears throat> excuse me, exempt from that. Even if you make a ton of money, doesn't mean, like, even if you make millions of dollars, if you have millions and millions of dollars in the, make, in the bank, doesn't mean you don't have money problems of some sort. They might be different, but we're like, we're humans, and so we put these people on a pedestal even when we know that they aren't like that way. Like we, look at some of the broadcasters on TV, the news reporters. They probably make less money than a lot of pe people and yet we even hold them up in esteem. Oh, so-and-so said it and he's on TV so it must be credible. Since when is media a credible source? Like maybe I'm just too young and maybe at one point like the media was, was a, a credible place to find information from. But it is not anymore. It's just not. If you get your information 
from the media. Are you stupid? Like, come on. You think Fox News is accurate? You think Fox News doesn't have an agenda? You think CNN doesn't have an agenda? Which, by the way, I'm pretty right-leaning Republican, so I should be a Fox News spokesboy, right? Like, I should love Fox News. I don't listen to any of that stuff. It's all fake. It's all, like, ah. It just makes me so mad. I, I beg you, I plead with you, read the book, Trust Me, I'm Lying. Like, please, I beg you, Trust Me, I'm Lying by Ryan Holiday. You will never believe a media source again. And like, so naturally we go and here's what happens, right? We go and we we read books like Trust Me, I'm Lying. We hate on big media and we go, screw big media. We're gonna go watch real people. And then we go to YouTube and we look up these influencers and the influencers don't realize they're doing exactly what the big media companies are doing just at a smaller level. Listen, coming up with catchy headlines, clickbait titles, ranking in SEO, using hashtags on Instagram, doing shout outs and collaborations, all these things, that's exactly what the big media people are doing too. They're just doing it at a much larger level than you are or than everybody else is. It's still manipulation, good or bad. And by the way, manipulation has a negative connotation to it, but there can be good manipulation. There can be good persuasion. There can be you know ethical ways of these things. Like That's fine. But what I'm saying is, is that like at the end of the day, just because someone is not a big, massive media company doesn't mean they're not manipulating you. Doesn't mean that they're suddenly truthful or raw and real. Me right now, this podcast, guess what I do? I go and I, I try to keep it pretty raw. Like I try to keep it. I mean, we don't edit anything. Um, the I, I use, I try to stay away from really clickbait titles. The only time I really use like clickbait titles is in like my emails. Uh, my email, like my email subject lines for better open rates because email open rates just suck. Which, by the way, if you guys would just open the emails, even if you don't like read them, just open them up. Um, and uh, that th- that would just make me feel better. It 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 help my ego. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, it it, it would if you, if you get emails from me, open them up so that I know you guys are getting them and that you like them. But anyway, like look at the podcast. Like we make this headlines the most attractive part of it. We use clickbait titles in the subject line. We uh, pull the most sexy or attractive or interesting part of the conversation in for the snippets. Like those are all fine things. And there's nothing inherently wrong with what we're doing there. And if you're a good marketer, you should do the same thing. But what I'm saying is, is that like, we're still like big media companies are doing the same exact thing just at massive scale. And unless that is rooted in like some form of morality, it can get carried away very quickly. And I try to be someone of character. I try to never manipulate you negatively. I try to not lie ever. I try to, you know, be pretty transparent and honest in what I'm doing. But I would consider myself like a, I'm a pretty religious person. Like ask anyone that knows me, I am pretty darn religious. And I really do believe in morality and right and wrong. And even I fall trap to media manipulation and trying to get better headlines, more clicks, more downloads. Now imagine a totally massively corrupt multi-hundred billion dollar industry. You think they give a flying F about any of what you think? No. Or about reporting accurate news? No, they don't. They care about clicks and headlines and it's what's driving our society. Instagram, same thing. Kids on Instagram care about one thing, likes. Why? Because it's a drug. 
It's literally all of this is shaping our society. And the more we consume of it, the more we give it power, the more we feed into the machine. It's not going anywhere. And so I, I struggle with this constant battle of like, all right, I know the Facebook machine is not leaving. Like everyone can be like, oh, disrupt Facebook. Y'all are, you're just dumb. All right. Like you just, it's not going anywhere, at least not anytime soon. And even if they did go somewhere, some other giant would replace it. Okay. Social media is not going anywhere. Technology is not slowing down. It's speeding up. It's getting faster and faster and faster. You can't fight the machine. You know what you can control? You can control yourself. And so I look at this and I go, what can I do on a daily basis? What can I do to better myself? And I try to do that. And I have this podcast to try to get the message out there. And I struggle because I'm like, ah, the fat. I know how to grow the podcast really fast. I do. Like I know how, in theory, to get lots of clicks and lots of views. I know how to hack the system. Like I have friends that can, at the drop of a button, I can be like, yo, send 30,000 clicks to the podcast. Yo, drop that. And they, we could hack the system and rank and do all these different things. But then I go, is that ethical? I don't know. And so I battle with this because what you surround yourself with and where you're getting your information from, like defines who you are. If you listen to Grant Cardone and, you know, Jordan Belfort all day, I watched an interview by them uh, earlier today. If you listen to them all day, all you'd care about is just money, sales, more, growth, mad, yeah, da, da, da. And if you listen to that type of content all the time, that would shape who you become and you would become like that. Your moral compass would be just like theirs. But if, on the flip side of that, if you listen to, I don't know, uh, the Jenners of the world or the, the Taylor Swifts of the world, or you listen to the Kanye's of the world, you'd be like them. If you listen to the Gary V's of the world, you're going to be like them. If you listen to the Russell Brunson's of the world, if you listen to the pastors of the world, whatever it is, like you basically choose who you become by the media you can consume, you consume, right? So I try to take, take a step back and go, well, listen, I know I listen to a lot of Logan Paul, but I take it with a grain of sand because I know a lot of what he stands for and does, I just don't agree with. All right. Same thing with Russell Brunson and Grant Cardone. And, and well, I mean, Russell Brunson, I like a lot in a lot of areas, actually. He's, I, I think very highly of Russell Brunson. I really do. But even him, I disagree with in some areas. But like overall, right, you look at these, Donald Trump, another perfect example. If you just follow Donald Trump religiously, people think I'm this massive Donald Trump toting, can do no wrong human being, yada, yada, yada. No, like, yes, I publicly support the dude, but I know he's jacked up. My point in saying all this is who you hang around, all of a sudden, you start to think their way, and then that becomes the standard of what's okay or not. We've got to go find truth, and we've got to figure out what's right and wrong, and the, the closer I get to real truth, the closer I get to, like, understanding what's really good for me and for society and for people, the more I want to get off social media, the more I hate the gimmicks and the games, the more I, like, I hate it all. I know how to use it. It is not a, like, I've grown 5 million followers on social media. 5 million. That's a lot of people, all right? I understand how the social media game works. For me, it is not a question of if, uh, 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 yeah, if I can do it or not. It's a matter of should I do it or not. And I'm just not convinced. I have close friends in the social media game. I have people that I've worked with, that I've done businesses with, that I've done built companies with, that I've watched go from the ground up, that I like look at their lives and I go, I just don't know if I could do it. 
I, I think it's an ethical battle. Like, oh, and you can say, oh, companies, you know, it's, it's, you gotta stay relevant. And I used to believe that way. And once again, I'm not inherently saying it's wrong. I am not attacking anyone. I'm not saying that if you use social media for to massively scale and grow your business, that that's a bad thing inherently. But what I am saying is, is that we've got to be aware. And at some point you have to draw the line because, because you're like, you're playing into the game. You're playing into the system and you can be like, oh, well, Josh, everybody else is doing it. So one person stopping is not going to make a difference. And you're probably right. But just because everybody else is doing it doesn't make it right. And until you go and figure out what that truth is, like, God, one of the reasons someone asked me the other day, they're like, Josh, why did you stop teaching social media? And I was like, because we were like, I was contributing to the, I don't even know what I want to call it. The, the, the degrade of society. Like we would do deals in the, okay. So perfect example here. Okay. In the month of, uh, I think it was February we spent, it was like 67 grand in, uh, Instagram distribution, $67,000. We reached literally like tens of millions of people with that content on Pages that were, you know, like not bettering society. Like, once again, I have no problem with meme pages or, you know, viral video pages or anything like that. They're not inherently evil. They're not bad, but they are shaping our society. Like if you sit around and you go through, I, I am, I, I don't want to drop names because I'm very, very dear friends with the guy, but like, I know the guy that runs Best Vines. I might get in trouble here. Um, but I, I like I know the guy that runs uh, owns Best Vines. I know he, he owns a lot of big pages. And like I know him. I know uh, uh, people that run huge, massive Instagram pages, 10, 20 million followers, right? And they own lots of these. They run these huge networks. And I'm like, I have massive respect for them as people. And I th and what they've been able to do and how they've been able to use social media to create these businesses and empires. But I don't like me personally. I don't know if I want my legacy to be like, yeah, I created like literally tens of thousands or millions of memes. You know what I mean? Like, think about that. You're like, you're helping shape a worldview. And with the content that you put out, you're feeding the machine as well. And like, maybe I'm talking, <laughs> I, I know that talking about growing 5 million followers on social media is not relatable to a lot of people. So maybe I'm a little bit like kind of far-fetched here, but you understand what I'm saying? The bigger you get, the more influence you have. You have to be very, very, very careful with that influence. Why? Because of everything that I talked about leading up to this, because people look up to you. I mean, I get Instagram DMs from people. I have 26,000 followers on Instagram. Like I'm not that big. <laughs> like pretty micro in the grand scheme of things. But I get messages from people on Instagram that are just like, Josh, I look up to you. You've changed my life, yada, yada. And I like so appreciate that because I try to put out really, really good content and I love that and that just means the world to me. But then I go and I go, I'm someone that I try every single day to put out content 
that I would be okay with myself following, that I would be okay with my kids following, that I'd be okay with my pastor seeing. I don't cuss and swear on social media. I don't degrade people on social media. I don't really talk about things that, you know, like, I don't actively promote drugs. I mean, you're, you guys know, like, I, I love psychedelics, right? I think psychedelics and weed and marijuana, like, I think they should all be legal, but I don't actively promote that on social media, right? Like, and so I look at that and I go, okay, it's weird talking about myself like this because I'm not trying to be like a prideful or like, oh, I'm so good person or anything like that. I'm not like, I'm just another human being, but like I make a conscious effort to put out really good content. But then I look at the literally tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of accounts that are out there that have 100,000, 500,000, a million, 10 million followers that put out content that is just not good for society. It's just like their advice is just terrible or how they live their life is terrible. Like Hollywood one of the best things that I did was stop following celebrities in Hollywood. Like I used to want to move to LA and go out there. So I followed all these people on Instagram and I was trying to network out with them and DM with and DM them. And, and I've DM'd in, like with huge accounts, like people with, I mean, like I, here's a random fact about me. I'm the guy that got Britney Spears boyfriend verified on Instagram. Like Sam, I forget. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Like I'm the one that orchestrated that deal to get him, get that done. Okay. So like I've dealt with, like big time influencers. My brain and my health and my direction of what is right and wrong and what reality is, is so much better when I stopped doing those things. Not necessarily just orchestrating the deals, but just like stop following them and stopped looking at pictures where every other picture was had a half naked chick in it. Like, I am not like, I don't really objectify women at all. Like, I don't really care if, you know, girls walk around in bikinis or whatever. Like, I'm not I'm like, whatever. I, I, I'm, ve I'm very loyal human, like very loyal human. I, I love my girlfriend dearly. I would never, ever cheat. And like, I mean, I, I, I'm not into objectifying women at all. But like, being around that's not good for you. It's just not. I mean, like, the temptation is there then at that point. You know what I mean? Like, every now, like, it's not going to hurt you if you're there around them, but you're consuming it every single day. Like, that plays a freaking role in your mind. I don't know. I just think we really need to be aware as humans, like social media and media is jacking us up. And because, okay, the problem with social media is that it amplifies false versions of reality. And it gives us snippets into reality that's not actually reality. It's like Instagram is a still frame or a 60-second video that is often edited. So that is 60 seconds of context. It is literally a millisecond of context in a in a, a picture, right? Like, that is reality for one second in that person's life. It is not their reality. Just like your reality, and my, like my reality is I sit in an office most of the day, and I sit in front of a computer, so when I post a picture on Instagram where I'm standing in a Chicago skyscraper or an apartment that I was going to rent, that was my reality for about five minutes. Is there any problem with me posting that picture? No. But if someone were to come and start comparing their life to the fact that, oh man, Josh lives, blah, blah, blah. No. I, and even if I lived in Chicago, even if I lived in that apartment, I would sit, still sit in an office all day and I would work and do my job, you know, do my stuff and move on, right? Like, so social media basically amplifies a reality of somebody else that's not really a reality. And we idolize it because so many people are doing it. And because think about LA, even a broke person can 
drive to downtown LA. If you live in LA, you could drive down there, take some sweet pictures and act like you're a baller. And then everybody else gets depressed. And there's millions and millions and millions of people in LA and New York and Miami and all these different places. Like we're not all designed to live the same life. And I think one of the things that I'm realizing is that like, I don't know, I wrestle with, my whole life I've wanted to be famous. Like if you would have asked me literally up until maybe six months ago, Josh, what do you want to do in life? I'd be like, I want to be rich and famous. For for good reasons. Oh, make it positive impact, change the world, yada, yada, be rich, you know. But now I'm like, I don't know, kind of just disappear, disappearing away to an island sounds pretty lit too. You know, like just hanging out with my homies for the rest of my life. That sounds pretty awesome too. And like, I made an episode, a podcast episode at the beginning of this podcast, like, I don't know, probably 10 episodes in or something like that. And I said, one of my biggest fears in life was being average. And I'm not an average human being. I will never be average. But in the context that I was talking about, I wanted to, you know, I think I said something along the lines of, I am deathly afraid of being the person that makes $80,000 a year for the rest of their life. And that's a great life for a lot of people. If that makes you happy, don't try to live somebody else's life. We get so messed up in social media on what life has to be like. Chase your passion, live your life, do your thing. I guess I could have probably just summed up this whole entire episode with just saying that. Ignore everyone else and be, just be aware of how much media is affecting your life. Please, like, read the book, Trust Me, I'm Lying, and figure out what truth is. If you go to my Instagram bio right now, I mean, I might have it changed by the time I you know, record this if we're doing a promotion or something, but most of the time in my Instagram bio, you'll see the first thing, the first line is avid, avid seeker of truth. I just want to know truth. I just want to know truth. I want to know what truth really is. Because if I can figure that out, if I know that, then I can literally just peace out with everything else. I don't have to worry about anything else because I'm just following truth. And so for me, and I'm not going to go down the, the religion rabbit hole, like I'm a Christian, but you know, truth be told, I'm just, I'm trying to prove the Bible wrong or right right now. I believe in the Bible. I believe it to be true 100%, but that doesn't mean I'm not questioning it, not making sure that it's true. Right? Like, I, I just, we're so messed up as a society. This social media is killing us. And I should, I should do it. I should do a counter episode to this episode. And I should talk about everything that's right with social media. Because social media has done a lot of good for society, too. But I don't think it outweighs the bad. I just wish there was a way to just keep the good and get rid of the bad. But there's not. <sighs> All right. So there was the episode for you, some some light listening for you. It's kind of deep. I don't apologize for it at all. That's what you get when you sign up for Think Different Theory and subscribe to it. By the way, we've got uh, we've got. To, actually, I'm not even going to go there. That would be a whole nother whole nother topic. Maybe future podcast episode. All right, guys, uh, that's all I've got. I was only expecting to make this episode like 20 minutes long. It's gone a little bit longer than that, but I think it was worth it. I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Hit me up on Instagram. If I'm still there, <laughs> I, I'm serious. I'd like just, ugh, social media is just wrecking us and media is just wrecking us. I think he, here, here's the kicker, okay? Here's what I think is going to happen. I'm going to give you a prediction into the future life of Josh. This is my prediction of what's going to happen in my life. Right now, I'm dabbling in paid advertising. For me, where I am focused on in my life right now is I'm not worried about other people. I'm worried about making myself the best version of that I can become so that I can go help other people. And so 
I'm playing around in the world of paid advertising. I think as soon as I figure out paid advertising, and truth be told, I haven't spent a whole lot of time there yet. It's coming very soon. Probably next week is when I'm you know, really diving into this whole thing. And if you hear any noise in the background, it's because I'm literally pouring myself uh, a glass of chocolate milk right now. I know it's terrible, but I had a long day. Can you tell just by this whole episode? I try to be really real and honest with you guys, and here we are. But um, no, but so anyway... I'm going to da- da- dabble in the world of paid advertising. Once I figure out paid advertising and I can make more money in paid advertising, which I know is possible, um, than I can from posting on social media, I don't know that I will be on social media anymore. For sure not Facebook. I think for me, Facebook does more damage for me than Instagram does because I only follow like, 10 people on Instagram and I actually like mute all their stuff. But like I get sucked into the Facebook trap because I like just see people's stuff and I just want to comment on it and I just want to state my opinion and it's just ugh. So I think that I'll be leaving Facebook sooner rather than later. Instagram I'm sure will come at some point. And you guys are just going to have to listen to the podcast to consume my content, which if you're listening now, I guess you're already there. I'll probably stick with the emails. I don't know. I'm talking out. Who knows? What do I even know? What like what am I saying right now? I don't know. I don't know. You're just getting the the unfiltered version of me. I've thought about this a lot though, for real, for real. I, I don't I don't see myself ever truly getting off Instagram. I do love the platform a lot, and I love connecting with people on there. And I just I love hearing the feedback from you guys, the listeners and stuff on there. So for me to get off that platform would be like hard. Um, but Facebook, man. I gotta figure out what I want to do with my group. If anybody has any, any ideas for what I should do with social media for entrepreneurs, because it's it's kind of a, a dying group on purpose. Like I, I just I don't use it anymore. I don't need it anymore. Um, it's got thirty thousand members in it though. I'm sure there's a way to revive it. In fact, I'm sure if I spent enough time in it, I could. I don't know. Somebody pitched me an idea of what they what we should do with social media for entrepreneurs. Okay, I'm done ranting. That's all I've got for you, guys. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different, because those of us that think different are f- free. Those of us that think different are not trapped in the matrix of society and media manipulation. I love you all, and I'll see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.